Motherhood is beautiful, hard, holy, sacred, and a little messy, but there is still so much joy and purpose to be found right where we're at in this season of mothering and homemaking. Hey friend, I'm Jenna, and you're listening to the Joy-Filled Mama podcast. Here, you'll find faith-filled conversations and practical tips to empower and encourage you on this heavenly assignment we call motherhood. Grab your coffee and let's live joy-filled. Hello! Okay, today we're talking about the thing that I feel like nobody wants to talk about, but everyone needs to talk about. We're talking about healthy phone habits and social media boundaries and all the things. So I don't know, maybe I'm the only one, but sometimes I struggle to really have healthy phone habits. And um, like I said, maybe I'm the only one, but I have a feeling that I'm not. So even if you don't like use social media for business, like even if you don't, you know, use social media to to promote like your your direct sales company or um, anything like that, or you you don't use social media, you don't have a business or have a, a product-based business or anything like that, implement these tips, even if you're just quote-unquote a consumer on Instagram or on social media in general, um, and, and just implement these things with your phone in general, because especially if you feel like you have an unhealthy relationship with your phone, or if you feel like you could do better at setting social media boundaries and keeping them and sticking to them. So I wanted to share some signs of an unhealthy relationship with social media and or your phone. Um, But first, I want you to know that I'm not speaking to you from a place of, you know, condemning you or trying to shame you or make you feel like you're horrible and you should, you know, you should know how to, you should know how to have healthy boundaries with your phone and all that. Because I've felt that, like I've, I've felt the almost shame that comes from like, I have had, I have struggled to keep phone habits and healthy social media boundaries. And it's honestly made me feel like, why is this so hard for me? Why am I not able to, you know, stick to these boundaries? Why do I catch myself spending hours and hours and hours scrolling? So if you relate to that, just know it's okay. (laughs) And we're all a work in progress. And I'm right here with you working on this too. So like I said, I want to give you some signs of an unhealthy um, relationship with your phone or signs that you might need to set some healthy phone habits. So first, if you feel like you cannot take a day off from social media or Instagram or any your phone, um, that might be a sign that you desperately need a day off because I, I take a, the weekend off every single week. And when I talk to friends or even people on Instagram um, about that, oftentimes what I hear is, oh my gosh, that's so awesome. I wish that I could do that. I wish that I could take a day off. And I'm like, you can and you should because our phones are not our lives and it's important for us to take time off. So if you feel like you can't take a day off, maybe it's time to reevaluate that and start taking a day off. Um, The second sign um, is if Instagram is the first app that you open on your phone. Instagram is the first app you open on your phone, you might have 
you might need some social media boundaries. <laughs> that shouldn't be the first thing you open up. I, when I was trying to train myself out of this and form new habits, I started, you know, I downloaded a like devotional app and I would very intentionally open up that devotional app just to retrain my brain to not go and click the Instagram app as the first, very first thing I open up on my phone. Um, and I don't even like do my full Bible reading from an app. I really love paper Bible and paper journal and all of that. Um, but I just did it. I downloaded the app just to retrain and build new habits. And so now I'm very mindful of that. And I've kind of reformed that habit. And um, Instagram, I'm obviously not always the best at it. But Instagram most of the time is not the first app I go to. Um, the, the next sign of an unhealthy relationship with your phone is if, and this goes along with um, if Instagram is first app on your phone, but if you wake up and scroll or you scroll as you're falling asleep, if that's like the first and last thing that you do, and I'm not saying like every once in a while, like on a Friday when it's, you know, it's the weekend, whatever, but like if every single day, this is the first and last thing that you do is scroll on Instagram or look at what other people are doing, it might be time to evaluate that. And I know that I really fell into this um, when my firstborn was a newborn because I was spending so much time um, nursing and, you know, doing the late night feedings and all of that, that I just would, that Instagram was where I went to. And so that was kind of when um, I, after that, I kind of started to notice, wow, I really developed some bad habits um, when it came to my phone. So if scrolling is the first and last thing you do before you go to sleep, check that. <laughs> you might need some healthy phone habits. Um, and then the last one is if you always need to know where your phone is, if you are never somebody that loses track of your phone. Um, and this, this, when I first thought about this, I was like, oh no, that's not a big deal. That's just, you know, you like to know where your phone is. But I, as I have been, you know, consistently, um, taking weekend breaks from social media every single week and been very, very consistent about that, I noticed that I have started more often to lose track of my phone. And I actually kind of pat myself on the back now when I start, when I'm like, oh, I don't know where my phone is. Oh, I left it on the counter. Or, oh, I left it upstairs. I'm like, awesome. I don't need it attached to me all the time. That's a sign that you don't need it attached to you all the time. So if you always need to know where your phone is and you always have to keep track of it and you it's always on you, that might be a sign that you need to set some boundaries and you need to set some healthy phone habits. So now that we know the signs, now that we know if we have an unhealthy relationship with our phone or with social media, um, now we can set some boundaries and we can change some habits. So I'm going to give you excuse me, I'm going to give you the five boundaries that I have set, um, which actually, excuse me, I lied. <laughs> I haven't set all of these, but these are most of them I've set. And a few of them, I'm like, I really want to do that. I just haven't jumped the gun and done it. So um, maybe we can do it together. <laughs> so the first one, and this is the biggest one, and I already kind of touched on it, but sign off of all apps, sign off of basically your phone, um, at least one day a week. I take the whole weekend off, but sign off at least one day a week. You know, I don't think it was a coincidence that God rested on the seventh day. And I, I think that he designed our bodies for rest and, 
that six days on, one day off rhythm is a really good rhythm to emulate. I mean, if God did it, we can copy it. Like, that's a good sign that it's a good thing to copy. And it, it can be easy to think that our phones, we don't need rest or we don't need a break from our phones because they're so much a part of our life now. But we do need rest from our phones. And we do need a break from that constant, um, that constant information and that constant... Um, it's, it kind they kind of, our phones kind of shout at us. And so that six days on one day off rhythm is a really great place to start. Take one day off a week from your phone, from Instagram, sign off, delete the apps and just be, just like look up and look at what's happening around you and be present and be there for what's happening around you. Um, the next boundary to set is turn off, turning off app notifications. Just turn them off. Um, that way you can give yourself set times to log on and engage and post and scroll, etc. So it's fine if you want to just mindlessly scroll and if you like you like to unwind by scrolling Instagram, that's not a big deal. I like that too. I like to scroll. I like to look at what other people are up to. But give yourself limits and parameters around it. Don't just, because then you catch yourself, you're like, oh my gosh, it's been two hours. Or, oh my gosh, I spent the entire nap time scrolling on Instagram when I could have been doing so many other things. You know, so turn off the app notifications and give yourself like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on and post this and spend 30 minutes on Instagram, or I'm going to go on and um, scroll for 30 minutes or anything like that. Just set parameters around your phone use. Um, and then the next one kind of goes hand in hand with this, but turning your phone on do not disturb is one of the best ways to set some boundaries with it because we're so used to everyone needing us all the time and it makes us feel good. I think it, it, it gives us the illusion that we're filling that void of like, we all have that void of like needing to be needed. You know, we all need to be needed and we all want to be needed. Whether we'll admit it or not, we all want to be needed. And so when we're constantly getting texts or notifications or phone calls or things like that, it it feels like, oh, people need me. People need me. Oh, I have to answer. But really, you don't. The people around you, need you, you know, even if they're not telling you that they need you, those are the people that need you. And so don't like if don't be at the beck and call of your phone more than you're at the beck and call of the people around you in real life. So turning your phone on do not disturb. This is something that I've started doing. Um, Like if I am if the kids are awake, I usually have my phone on do not disturb. If I have a set work time, I have my phone on do not disturb. Um, like when on Fridays when Brian has the kids, I um, or when when he's not working and he um, is hanging out with them for the day, um, I am my phone is on do not disturb because I get to get a couple hours of work done. Um, and then the fourth um, boundary that you should set that this is the one that I haven't set yet, but I really want to. And so we can do it together. <laughs> uh, buy an alarm clock and charge your phone somewhere other than your bedroom. So I know of people who like charge their phone in their kitchen or charge their phone in their office or wherever. But 
Um, that way, when you are, you know, the first and last thing you do isn't um, focusing on what everyone else is doing, but it's tuning into what's really happening in your life. So whether that's, you know, taking a moment to yourself, whether that's, um, you know, being intentional about doing your skincare routine and taking care of yourself and taking your vitamins um, or, you know, saying a prayer or doing some journaling or reading, reading a real book, not just reading stuff on Instagram, reading captions until you fall asleep Um, or whether that's connecting with your spouse and having time to actually, you know, look at each other in the eye and talk for a little while before you fall asleep. Those are all things that are way better for us as like physically for our health and for our sleep, um, that they promote better sleep. You know, we know that our phones are not good for us. (laughs) Like we know that they, they don't help us sleep good and that the blue light, you know, is damaging to us and all of that. So, um, leaving our phone somewhere else so that way we wake up and we go to sleep um, not in, not worried about our phones is really, um, really great. And then the last thing, the last boundary that I um, would recommend setting is leaving your phone on the counter during like playtime or family time or one-on-one time with your spouse. This is something that I'm obviously not perfect at any of these, but this is something that I've really tried to be intentional about. If I'm playing, um, excuse me, if I'm playing with the kids, my phone is on the counter. I used to use the excuse of like, oh, well, I want to put this on stories or, oh, well, I, you know, I want to take a video. I want to take pictures if they do something cute. And that's okay sometimes, you know, obviously we want to document things, but sometimes it's nice to just forget about our phones. Like we talked about earlier and, um, leave it on the counter so that way we can really authentically connect with our kids or connect with our family or connect with our spouse or connect with yourself, whatever it is that uh, whoever you're connecting with, connect with your friends, you know, leave your, leaving your phone on the counter, leaving it in your purse, leaving it in, um, your pocket. If you're, you know, at a lunch date or things like that, just don't, don't take your phone out. Just be there, be present, be there. Um, even today, I I was watching a like a teaching and training on my phone, and Miles came over to me and he he asked me, "You want to play with dinosaurs?" And I was like, "Oh, buddy, you know this is almost done." It was about halfway through, and I was like, "This is almost done, and then I'll play with you. Do you want me to get them down for you?" And he was like, "Yeah, are you gonna play with me?" And I had a choice right there. I had a choice to put my, like, "What's my best yes here?" You know, and am I going to like, is the teaching, can I watch this another time? You know, can I, can I, can I finish this when he's napping? You know, is this really important for me to watch right now? And in that moment, I decided, you know, this, this actually isn't the most important thing. He's asking me over and over again to play with dinosaurs with him. And it felt small, but it was big to him. And so I was like, you know what? Yes, yes, I'm going to play with dinosaurs. And he got so excited. And I left my phone on the counter and went and sat on the floor and I tell you what, that, even though it was like 10 minutes of playing, it was 10 minutes of my time, but the true authentic connection that came out of not having my phone, not having a distraction, but really just connecting with him and, you know, being into what he was doing and playing with him, not just sitting there and being like, yeah, cool, cool dinosaur. Yeah, that, you know, because it's easy for us to be like connected, but not connected, like there, but disconnected. And so 
when I leave my phone on the counter, it really allows me to be fully connected, which is what our families and our children, it's what it's what we as humans desire. And so we want to give that as much as we can, right? So now we've talked about how do we know if we have unhealthy phone habits? What boundaries should we set if we have unhealthy phone habits? So now I want to talk to you a little bit about keeping your boundaries. Um, because this is kind of the hardest part. We know what we're supposed to do. We know, we've heard, you know, this is probably not the first time you've heard people talk about these things. We know what we're supposed to do. How do we keep the boundaries? I would say, and what worked for me um, in establishing healthy habits with my phone was just getting some accountability. I personally talked to my husband. I told him, you know, I am really struggling to keep healthy habits with my phone and I really need your help. Um, here's what I want to do. And then I, um, and then he helped me, you know, he helped keep me accountable and know that I, this is something that my pastor says a lot, but shame off you. It's not no big deal. <clears throat> you know, our, our phone, our phone habits, they really are important and it can feel so small. Um, and it can feel like, oh, well, this isn't really that big of a deal. You know, I said at the beginning that this is kind of the thing that, um, nobody really wants to talk about. Nobody really wants to admit that like you might not have healthy phone habits because it feels like we should have this together. At least that's how I felt. We should have this together. I should, this shouldn't be that. This isn't that big of a deal. You know, in the whole scheme of things, this isn't that big of a deal, but it is, and it is important <clears throat> and it's not no big deal. And so that's the biggest, my biggest thing in keeping boundaries is just Know that it is important and it's worth getting accountability and telling people, telling a trusted friend, telling your spouse. It's worth, you know, taking serious action. It's worth, you know, be setting really clear boundaries. And even if it's like feels for me, sometimes taking a whole weekend off social media, that's not what people would say is smart business, you know, to take Saturday and Sunday off. You know, that's not what a lot of people recommend. But for me, that's a boundary that I'm not willing to budge on. Even, you know, even if it's an important weekend, even if it's a holiday weekend, I'm like, I am not budging on that because it's that important to me. And then the last thing for keeping the boundaries is just checking in with yourself often. Okay, how am I doing? Am I starting to slip on this this boundary that I set? Am I, you know, am I not taking a weekend off? Am I not taking a day off of my phone? Am I, you know, starting to get lax on, in this area? Just honestly checking in with yourself. And, you know, before we go, I, I know that we've talked a lot about phones and it, it can feel like a small thing, like I just said, but... I've noticed in my life that when I feel far from God or when I feel like disconnected from my husband or when I feel like super insecure or unsure of myself, not every time, but a lot of the times simply evaluating my phone habits and making adjustments will start to solve those problems. Like when I feel far from God or feel like, oh, I can never get time to read my Bible, you know, simply not checking my phone first thing in the morning or the one of the boundaries that I've set is I don't go on Instagram until I've read my Bible or until I've read something, whether it's a devotional, whether it's a full sitting down and reading my Bible, I don't go on Instagram until I've read something. And so setting those kinds of boundaries, like 
making those small adjustments can really help if you're feeling like, you know, if you're feeling disconnected from your spouse, if you're feeling distant, try putting your phone on do not disturb. Start not allowing phones in the bedroom. Like it's real stuff. And our phones, they give us, our phones and social media, they give us this illusion of connection. And then we begin to neglect actual connection. And that's right where the enemy wants us is feeling like we're connected, you know, thinking that we're connected to people, but actually we're more isolated than ever. So this is why healthy phone habits and social media boundaries are so, so, so important and are something that are, is super valuable to me. So like I said before, if this is hitting home with you, if you are getting honest with yourself and saying, yeah, I can relate to a lot of this, I want you to know that you're not alone and um, I really hope that this helps. So as always, praying joy, joy, joy unspeakable over you today and every single day and that you face whatever life throws your way with the joy of the Lord as your strength. I will see you next week.